This is our final session, number six, on Philippians 2, 14 to 18, and our focus will be verses 17 and 18, but let me read it to you in context. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine. So this grumble-free life is bright and shining. You shine as lights in the world. And here's how, holding fast the word of life. So how you move to this is by holding fast, and the effect of it is a bright and shining light in a dark, grumbling, disputing, pessimistic, dark, hopeless world. Holding fast the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. And now, even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you should be glad and rejoice with me. Father, as we look at these two verses and their world upside down turning truth, help us to see it and feel it. Would you put it deep in our hearts that to trust you is more precious than life? I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, what's the connection here with verse 17 and 18 and what went before? Well, he had just said, I don't want to have run or labored in vain. And these words, running and laboring, sound so vigorous and lively. What if he dies? What if he dies in this effort? That's what he's addressing. Would you return to grumbling? Would you return to disputing? Would your light go out? Would you stop holding fast the word of life if Paul, the great apostle, died instead of escaping prison? And his answer is this. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering. Now, you may say, well, why do you assume that poured out as a drink offering, means die. Well, here's the reason. 2 Timothy 4.6, the only other place where Paul uses this word pour out, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering. The time of my departure has come. In Paul's mind, the final pouring out is the departure to be with Christ. So this is paraphrased Even if I die in the service of offering up your faith to God as a sacrificial offering, I am glad and rejoice with you all. And you should, this is a a duty, this is actually an imperative. It simply says, likewise, you be glad. And rejoice with me. So the first gladness is Paul's joy in their joy, right? Verse 16, 
I am glad and rejoice with you all. I'm glad and rejoice because you're glad and rejoice. And this faith here already in verses 25 and 26 of chapter 1 has been defined that way. Convinced of this, I know I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith. That's the literal translation of verse 25. The joy of faith. Joy of faith. If you have faith in Paul's mind, you have joy. Faith and joy are inseparable. To trust the all-providing God, the all-satisfying God, the all-beautiful Savior cannot be a joyless faith. It cannot be joy of faith. So when he says, I am being poured out as a sacrificial offering upon your faith, it means your faith is flourishing because I'm dying for it, and so I am glad and rejoice with you because that's what you do when you have faith. And then secondly, likewise, you should be glad and rejoice with me. So this is their joy, their joy in Paul's joy. Paul's joy is back here in chapter 1, verses 21 and 23. To me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I'm hard-pressed. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. This is the greatest joy. To die is to be with Christ, and that is far better. So you also should be glad and rejoice with me, because if I die, greatest joy, greatest joy with Christ. Now, just to point out clearly, he is laboring for their faith. He's dying for their faith. He has just said, I want you to hold fast the word of life so that it might not run in vain. And if I die for your faith, so this holding fast the word of life is this faith. And this holding fast the word of life is the means of not grumbling and disputing. And that's the means of shining as lights in the world. You can see why Paul's so glad in them, why he would be so eager to die even if he has to for their faith, because the faith is the holding fast of the word of life. The holding fast of the word of life is the freeing from murmuring and the filling with contentment. And that is so different in a dark and twisted world that it's like shining like stars in a night sky. If I could leave behind a band of people who were that full of faith, that holding fast, that free from grumbling, that bright in the world, oh, would I not be glad and rejoice with you all? There's this great word over in Psalm 63, because your steadfast love, O God, your steadfast love 
is better than life. My lips will praise you. The steadfast love of God is better than life. And faith, holding fast the word of life, is what gets us to God. It's what gets us to Christ. My desire is to depart and be with Christ because the steadfast love of God manifest in Christ is better than life. Oh God, grant that our faith would grow strong, that we would hold fast to the word of life, the gospel, and that in holding fast to all those precious promises in the gospel, we would be set free from murmuring and grumbling and pessimism and criticism and an old poor me defeated spirit and rather would be filled with the joy of the Lord and shine as lights in this world to the glory of Christ.